In a world that tells us that if you're not happy, you can just change your job, end your relationship, start a new one, have a baby, get a puppy or five. We are constantly facing change in the pursuit of happiness. And yet, deep down, we resist this so much because nobody teaches us how to navigate transitions. Well, I'm here to change that. Join me and my guest every week to find the inspiration and actionable steps to dive into your next great chapter. Let's write it together. Hello, everybody. This week, I'm so excited to have with me Paige Lawrence and Ariane Jones, who are the amazing performance coaches, holistic nutritionist chefs, and also Olympians who are now launching their podium pro performance program. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear their stories. I mean, I haven't had Olympians on the podcast yet. So <laughs> please tell us about how you have managed to create a high performance lifestyle that has helped you overcome all the challenges in your life. So welcome, Ariane and Paige. Thank Thanks. you. We're so happy to be here with you today. Yes, I, I can't yeah. wait to hear. What's, what's your story, please? <laughs> Do you want to go first, Ariane? Sure. Yeah. I mean, man, <laughs> that's a that's a big question in a nutshell here. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'll give you the in the nutshell answer and then you can pick and choose where we go from there because there's a lot of directions. <laughs> notes in just a few minutes. Tell us about your life. Yeah, just three minutes. <laughs> tell us about your whole life. Go. Everything. Yeah. So here's my in a nutshell, Ariane Jones. Um, so my sport, you mentioned we are Olympians and my sport is luge. So I started in luge when I was like 12, 13 years old. And to put my luge and Olympic journey in a short form, I was the classic underdog. So nobody here can see me, but I'm not a very big person. And luge is actually a gravity sport, meaning the heavier and taller you are, the more of an advantage you're going to have. That is not an advantage for me being a very small person, but I was really passionate about the sport. I was pretty good at it. But as I started to get around that 16, 17, 18 range and really get serious, I had coaches, staff, everyone really in a position of power tell me, like, why are you here? You're not the right size for this. You don't fit here. You might as well go home. You're never going to make it to the Olympics. You're never going to achieve anything here. Like you should just quit. Um, which is pretty devastating to hear, especially as an impressionable 16 to 18 year old girl. However, I decided that I belonged there. Um, we'll get into a lot of that on reframing self-talk. You know, that's a, it wasn't, didn't happen in a second, but over weeks and years and you know, spoiler, I ended up making the national team, competing at 50 World Cups, five world championships, uh, the Olympics in 2014 in Russia, and then winning personal World Cup medals and as well team World Cup medals. Um, near the end of my career uh, in 2015, I actually broke my back. Pretty life-changing injury and you know, in that moment, I overhauled my whole life, did a 180 on what I ate, how I fueled my body, how I thought I had to change my whole life. And I did. And eight months later, I actually ended up coming back where no one thought I could ever make it back from my sport again. And I came back and won my first ever gold medal, which was, it's always a great day when you stand on the top of a podium, but coming back from that journey was an extra great day, just with the emotional roller coaster I'd been through for the last year. 
Um, felt like I was back on top of the world. Life was good. And then I actually started training again that summer and got mysteriously sick and no one could figure out what was wrong with me. It was really scary. And I ended up having to retire because I didn't know what was wrong, but I couldn't train anymore. And it took me the next four years to find out that I actually have Lyme disease. And during those four years, as I was trying to figure out what was wrong with me and sparked from when I broke my back, I became obsessed with nutrition and food. Um, it played a critical role in coming back from my broken spine. And so I just dove into that, that I knew I was interested in, um, became a holistic nutritionist and then wanted more information up and moved to New York and became a chef. Uh, here we are. How's <laughs> that, that for a nutshell? <laughs> It's a national, but I want to dig into that national and crack it. Oh my goodness. That's quite the story. I mean, to call you the underdog is an understatement. You're like the subterranean dog that comes <laughs> up to the greatest height. We're going to have to come back. I really want to hear how you, yes. I mean, it's not reframing your mindset. Uh, when somebody tells you you're not welcome here and you want to be an Olympian, like in, in my complete ignorance, I thought that you guys were handpicked from the most amazing on the most amazing. And in your case to be like, no, I want to be here. I'm going to make this happen. Like I have no idea how you at 16 years of age made that mental arrangement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's true. And, and, you know, Paige and I have that similarity in our stories where yeah, neither of us were handpicked as the, you're the golden talent. We both like <laughs> fought with every ounce of our being to, achieve that olympic title wait a minute so Paige, are we talking similar story here do we have two i mean not not quite similar i'm thinking i should have gone first and followed up with you jones dang it <laughs> no your story is also incredible in its own unique journey way <laughs> no in a um Really, I'm, I'm a classic, like, small-town kid, big dreams type of story. I grew up on a ranch outside of 200, like, a town of 200 people. Um, started skating just because I loved it, and that's what everyone did. And as I became a little bit more interested and more competitive, my parents were just, they just kept trying to find ways to continue to give me opportunities in our small little town. And when I was nine years old, I started training in a neighboring town about 20 minutes away with the coach that ended up taking me to the Olympics, um, like 11 years later, we really didn't have high expectations at the beginning. It was just kind of like, Oh, what can we do next? And what can we do next? And then when I was 15, I started skating with a boy in our club. Oh, I guess I should preface this. I, I went to the Olympics as an Olympic uh, pairs figure skater. This probably makes more sense now. <laughs> She's not a loser as well. That should be really clear. <laughs> so when I was 15 I started skating pairs with a boy in my club and we had no idea what we were doing we my coach had never coached pairs before we had never done pairs we literally taught ourselves the basics by watching uh VHSs that we recorded like pair skaters competing on TV and taught ourselves off of that uh, needless to say our training kind of uh, got a little bit better over time and we just kind of kept finding solutions to every different problem that kind of came our way. We competed at the Olympics in 2014, which was the most amazing experience of my entire life. 
But it was also at that moment that I began to realize that I had achieved success at the expense of myself. Um, I was the first one to um, sacrifice my own like mental and physical health for the greater good of my goal. And a little bit outside of my control, I ended up retiring shortly after the Olympics and was left in this place of I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, my body was very injured um, and it just wasn't in a good place. And so similar to Ariane, but different, we both kind of had to learn how to reinvent ourselves and to move forwards from the pinnacle of success. We went from the highest of highs and both had to experience kind of these low moments following that. So for the next few years, I really just began this journey of self-discovery. I uh, discovered what life was like outside of sport. I discovered very basic things like what made me happy outside of figure skating. And I began to notice that I was very interested in the psychology behind performance. It was one of those things that I grasped onto when I was competing. It was always a huge interest to me. And it was an area that I realized you either had the edge there in your mental capacity or you often really struggled to create the results that you wanted. And one thing led to another, I ended up getting a graduate certificate in executive coaching. And now I've launched my own business as a performance coach where I work with entrepreneurs and elite athletes to cultivate the mindset that's needed to turn really big, awesome ideas into tangible actions in a way that builds confidence in an authentic way. So and how was That's it? Me, we met at the Olympics. So we both competed at the 2014 Sochi Olympics. We met there. And then um, we kind of just kept crossing paths for the next, next couple of years. We realized that we both want to change the world for the better. And we used to just have these super epic conversations about all the changes we're going to have and the impact we're going to create in this world and this course we were going to build someday and then last year we were both kind of like okay why are we waiting for someday let's just do this now like let's start changing the world together right now and so you know being the two people that create their own futures we're like yeah let's do it so we created this incredible course now <laughs> Exactly. So you put both of your brains, your experiences together, and what is it that you have created to improve the world? That's quite a statement, ladies. What are we doing out there? <laughs> so we built this pro uh, program. It's called the Podium Performance Program. And it basically breaks down how to eat, drink, and think to radically improve your life and your business so that you can confidently crush goals without burning your body out um, so you can maximize your health and your happiness and so you can take your life and business to that next level of success. You know we really just realized through both of our stories a string of similarity is that we both had moments where I think we've both accomplished more than I ever thought I was capable of right and through sport uh, through healing journey, through even still now, as I still have a chronic illness and have set the path and the goal that like, I will thrive with this and it's not going to control my whole life. And, you know, we, ha we cultivated these skills, these tools, these beliefs to help us really see what we were truly capable of. And it's incredible. And we want that for other people. 
we want to empower and inspire other people to see what they're truly capable of, right? Whether it's an overhaul on their health, whether they have these big, incredible dreams, goals, personally, health-wise, or as entrepreneurs in business, we've created this program where we were like, let's make it doable, where it's 12 weeks, we have a level every week, we combine the mindset and the nutrition pieces of it. Like we have, we've, we've figured out now in our lives, the tools that don't work and the tools that do work, but yet it's still hard. Even though you find all these tidbits all over the internet, it's like, who do you trust and what's real? And how do I bring that to life? And now I'm confused on this step and it's easy to just get stopped on that. So we really wanted to create this space, like full support, full accountability, every step-by-step checklist tool to bring these things to life. Which, what is in your opinion, the tools that don't work in order to get to a high performance lifestyle and the tools that do work? I think one of the things that we have a lot of conversations about is kind of this um, outlook that society has grasped onto that success means you have to work crazy long hours, um, burn yourself out. Like if it's not working, try harder, um, overwhelm stress. It's like all of that, like you have to grind it out to be successful. And I think we both learned in our athletic journeys that that doesn't work. You know, even if we weren't perfect at it, we realized that in order for us to get our best results, we have to feel our best. You know, we would never go into a competition exhausted, stressed, frazzled, no energy, like grumpy, blah, 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 blah. We had to make sure we were rolling into our competitions in our best possible form. And that's not what people think about. It's not how people approach their businesses and their lives here. They want to, they want to do it like the hustle at all costs culture. And we really want to shift that to helping you feel your best and respect yourself as the amazing asset that you are. Um, and that you need to utilize properly in order to create your best results. So I think that would be one of the things. Jones, do you want to add anything? Yeah, I had two things that came to mind as well on pieces that don't work. So from a purely nutrition side, like let's call, I just want to call out, right? Like diet culture, fads, trends, you know, don't eat any of this food or now don't eat fat and only eat this. And this fat is here and this fat is there. Like that is not what our course is about at all. All of the nutritional pillars really stand in like whole real food, no rules, no calorie counting, like listening to your body. And of course we teach people how to bring that to life with recipes and grocery lists and all of those pieces. And as well, I think a tool that doesn't work is trying to make, make you someone you're not. So a lot of times these programs are like new you. And I want to be really clear that that's not what this is. We're like same you best version of you that's in there already. And we're going to help it come out. I don't want you to be me. I don't want you to be Paige. You have your unique dream goal calling place. You want to be way you want to feel and take control back of your life. And that doesn't mean becoming us or someone else and doing exactly what this path is. It's about taking these principles and implementing them into your own life in a way that works for your story, for your journey, and for you to make you the best version of you, not to make you like the best star out there. 
what would you say to people who are listening to this and saying, yes, but you're Olympians. I mean, probably your mindset, it's just so ridiculously rich and I, I don't have that, okay? I live in a small town, like you were saying, a town of 200 and yet you make it to the Olympic Games. So how did you guys work your mindset to say there are no limits? We create our own limits. Uh, so I'm actually gonna maybe share like a little baby story. Um, that doesn't necessarily answer you, but I think is a great metaphor. <laughs> or just a real story, not a baby story. Just, just a real story. <laughs> the Olympic Games. I'm in the Olympic Village. I'm hanging out with other Olympians. It was my first night at the Olympics. And I'm feeling imposter syndrome. I feel like I don't belong. I'm afraid that like everyone here is going to recognize that I'm not good enough to be there. And I'm not normally a shy person but this night I'm kind of shying away from everybody until I gave myself this pep talk and was like go out there and meet people and so I started playing a game of cards with like a random group of people and ended up falling into this awesome conversation with the guy next to me he was from a small town um had been like ski uh, speed skating for years and we just had this organic conversation and I found myself relating to him. In my brain, I was thinking, this is just another small town kid that probably feels out of place. And I'm so happy I connected with him. And I go back to my room that night and I'm on Facebook, like everyone in the world was in 2014. And I see his face pop up on like this big Olympic article. Turns out the guy was like a rock star speed skater and won world championships. He had Olympic medals in the past. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, Paige, you just, you made a fool of yourself. What were you thinking? You know, you just treated him like a regular person. I'm so embarrassed. And I saw him the next day and I kind of smacked him on the shoulder and was like, why didn't you tell me you were so good last night? And he looked at me and he goes, well, Paige, we're at the Olympics. We're all pretty good. And that was the first time that it hit me that everyone there was just a regular person. They all grew up in their own natural environment where they were just a regular kid. They happened to come across something that they passionately loved and they made the decision day after day after day to show up and to do the work and to commit themselves to becoming the best that they possibly could, period. And so from that point on, it really shifted my worldview because at the Olympics, after the Olympics, even to me today, as I talk to clients and, and, um, followers that I need on Instagram. It's like, I see you as a regular person that has the potential to be great. It's when you decide to start committing to that and making decisions that support it, that you'll start to see that. And so all of that was a really long answer to essentially say, we're just regular people that make these decisions. And if we can do it, literally anyone can start to do the exact same thing. Yeah, I love that story. That was one of the first stories that you told me when we were talking about this. And to add on to that as well, I just want to say, to tag on to that, because Paige is completely right. We're not these superstar, incredible, superhuman people. And in our course, we're not going to be like, day one, overhaul your whole life. Literally, all we ask is you just show up as an active participant in your life. That's it. It's just saying like, I'm here and I'm going to show up and make choices for myself and I'm going to control what's in my control 
And that's your mindset. It's what you're putting into your body. It's all of those pieces. And through the course, you know, it's not designed for other Olympians. It's designed for you, like all of your listeners to show up and we're going to walk you. We're not going to say on day one, okay, mindset hack, overhaul your whole life, right? It's, it starts small with these small mindset changes, small food changes, small habit changes that as you practice them, if you're approaching the challenge as cool, I'm here, I'm going to just show up for my life. At the end of 12 weeks, you're going to be a different person. And it's just the same way as if you practice doing bicep curls to get stronger. If you practice habits, if you practice mindset tricks, you get stronger over a while. And at the beginning, you have to work on the small stuff, but as you build up, you're going to be able to handle the big stuff. I'm hearing from your uh, stories that if you haven't reached that Olympian stage in your life, which is what I think people after the 12 weeks will get, they'll be Olympians in their own life. Okay. Their spouse <laughs> will give them gold medals. You did awesome. <laughs> and hopefully, you hope so. your life. but I'm also hearing that maybe the secret is two parts is you need to find something that you're passionate about, because I love that in both of your stories, like you guys described, you weren't the best of the best. You simply really loved what you were doing. And you were like, uh, I'm not going to hear anybody saying I'm not good at it. I will get better. I'll keep on practicing. So maybe it's about finding that purpose, that passion. That's something that really makes you go, I am going to pull alone an all-nighter just because I want this project to come out into the world. And maybe the other part that I hear Ariane saying is you also have to take complete responsibility and control of your life. Stop, you know, we're, we're so good at making excuses. We're so good at maybe tomorrow. I, I work as a divorce coach and my, my one and only job is to tell people enough with the bullshit, okay? <laughs> like, we can stay in all unhappy situations, marriages, whatever, for as long as you want. But do you also want to get to the last day of your life and say, what the hell did I do? Life happened to me. I didn't do anything to take control of it. So I do believe, and you guys, I love that your program is 12 weeks because I also see people going in six days, you're going to be a completely different human. <laughs> right. And that's what really frustrates us about the internet is it's like one week, you'll be a whole different person. One week, you're going to lose a hundred pounds. You know, like all those things that are these quick fixes. We live, in a, <laughs> we live in a society where people want the easy pill and they want the quick fix. And you get that as... Um, a divorce psychologist with your clients, it, it's not an easy pill. It's not a quick fix. Like they have to show up as an active participant in their own lives, right? Which is where I also want to remind people that this course isn't only meant for people where it's like, my goal is to change the world. Like us, your goal could be, I just got divorced. I'm having a hard time and I want to reset my health and take control back over my life to do X, to be a great mom, to start this business to show up for my people better. Like all of those pieces, that's an incredible goal for you. Again, we're not making you us, we're making you you. That's, that's amazing. I, I, I love that um, it's the nutrition, the mindset and all the other pieces put together that create these complete humans that as always, we haven't been taught how to do this, right? Because I mean, you're teaching in 12 weeks, we send our children to school for how many years? <laughs> we don't talk about yeah. it. <laughs> but what would be, in your opinion, something that you would like everybody that takes your course 
they're going to learn something like, are they going to learn meditation? Are they going to learn, you know, nutrition? I love what you were saying about this is not about calories. This is about finding the nutritional pillars. What it is something that you guys teach in your course that you say, seriously, you can't go another month without learning this about how to take care of your body, your mind. I know what you're going to say. You do? I'll answer for me. Oh, answer for me too. Um, we've spent so much time together we know each other she can read my mind no for for the mindset pieces I think um it goes like from something as simple as taking back ownership of your self-talk which is something that we start very early on in the course and then build from that foundation because a lot of times people don't even realize how they're operating throughout their lives on autopilot with what's going on up here in terms of self-talk, your beliefs, um, your mindsets. And they're not just words, they're actually things that affect how you like walk through your day-to-day activities. And so for me, a very small thing is realizing that you can take back ownership of that. And that in turn will influence um, your goals. It'll influence how you communicate with people around you. It'll influence your confidence and your ability to push outside your comfort zone. Um, so we take that kind of foundation and apply it to everything. Um, on a larger scale, I'm super passionate about the goal setting process. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to talk about and work on. And I feel like I've, in my own business, have kind of created this, I don't know, framework. I don't believe in like a step-by-step process, but it's a framework that helps people show up for their goals in a way that they're confident, that they know how to do what they said they're wanting to do, um, that they are, are consistent in their actions every single day so that what I'm doing today is actually contributing to that bigger picture and in a way that they enjoy the process. So for me, that's a big chunk that I, I am excited to share with people also is being like, here's your big idea. Now, here's how to like make tangible action every single day. So that's one of the things I'm excited about. Well, yes, I answer, Ariane. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm so curious now if I'm going to say the thing Paige thinks I'm going to say. <laughs> so I have two things that came no to pressure. mind. One is more big picture and one is more granular. So on a big picture, there's a phrase we use all the time growing up in our lingo, but we don't really think about it. How often have you heard, you are what you eat, right? We use that phrase, except we don't actually take it to heart, but it's true. You are what you eat and drink and think. But on the eating front, you know, Dr. Mark Hyman has this amazing quote that said, the most powerful medicine is what's at the end of your fork. And I think that's what I just want people to realize is like what you're fueling your body with every day. It's not, it it matters. It's what gives you energy or makes you lethargic. It's what makes you feel happy or makes you feel low. It's what gives you headaches or makes you feel productive. Like it matters that much. Like what you are fueling yourself with matters for how you show up in your life, in your physical health, in your mental health. And I'd say at a more granular level, one piece that we go through in the course, as we're doing Paige's four-week goal-setting process, is we actually go through a 30-day no-refined-sugar challenge. Mm-hmm. And I find it really exciting because doing a 30-day no-refined-sugar challenge was the very first nutritional thing I ever did, like when I was still competing, 
and it completely changed my life. And since then, I haven't stopped being able to think about it or talking about it with people. And I've now developed a process working with a lot of my clients on how to bring that to life. Because a lot of people hear that and they go, well, I'd love to do that, but I'm overwhelmed. And oh my gosh, how do I do it? So just like Paige has created a framework on goals, I've created a framework through this challenge that makes it totally doable. So people can like cut those sneaky sugar cravings. And we also approach it in a way that this is not a, this food's bad now. It's 30 days. You can do anything for 30 days to see a drastic difference in your life. And then you move forward in your life 80-20 in a really balanced way. And I truly think it will change people's lives to go through this challenge. I'm so certain of it. Um, I have a couple of questions before we end our program. Well, first of all, where can, fe- where can people find you and more about your program, which is launching in just a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, so doors open for it on March 14th, which we're very excited about. From March 14th till March 27th is your window to come in. Uh, you can follow both of us on Instagram, myself just at Ariane Jones and Paige is at Paige Lawrence Coaching. And as well, we'll put the link in the show notes here for where to sign up for the course. Fantastic. And I have the two questions that I ask all my guests, which is where do you see the world's next great chapter and where is your next great chapter? I think for, for me, the world's next great chapter would hopefully have similarities with this course is seeing people to start to make decisions in their best interest, showing up as active participation participants in their own life, making decisions of, of for their life that promotes them being their best rather than people moving through life just like on autopilot. Um, and for myself, I mean, I'm living my next chapter. So I think it's just growing it right now. I mean, I feel like I'm already in my, my second life, you know, my second career. Um, but it's, it's growing my own uh, ability to offer value to people. Like I, I want a bigger impact. I want to be a positive influence on this world. And so just pushing myself to continually grow my own capabilities and education so that I can be that for more people. I love it. What about you, Ariane? Yeah, I echo a similar thing, which just not surprisingly, we came together and get <laughs> along really well. Um, you know, in my next chapter, same thing. We, we kind of had this first chapter of our life in sport. And, and honestly, the last few years for me, from huge life-changing injury to getting chronic illness, has been kind of about me. It's been surviving. It's been finding out how to rebuild myself and put the puzzle pieces back together of me and gain these skills and gain this knowledge and gain this education. And I really do feel like we're living this next chapter where I echo what Paige said, like, I know this stuff works now and I just want other people to be able to feel their best and show up and live a bold life in their way and help other people do that. And like, if I had to go through all of that that I had to go through, I'm going to use that as a purpose to help other people go through the stuff. Because while being an Olympian is not relatable, going through pain, going through emotional sadness, going through hardship, facing obstacles, that's something that's universal. Yeah. Yeah. Good as everybody just heard, these two ladies took a hit for the team so they could learn the lessons. So I'm so grateful that you guys comprise all your wisdom, all your knowledge into this program. I recommend everybody to go and check it out. And Ariane, you didn't tell us what's in your next great chapter besides 
flourishing in this new stage of your life? Oh, sorry. The next great chapter was like to take what I learned and really like spread it to help other people. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, so then we've got it. The world is going to be a much better place starting in two weeks, right? When everybody signs up for this program. And um, I thank you so much for your time and for all your knowledge. I wish you all the best with your program. And thank you so much for being here today. Oh, we're thank so you happy. so much. Yeah, can't wait to meet some of your viewers and, and just continue having great conversations about next great chapters. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, beautiful souls. And to everybody else, I will see you next week. Aloha. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to subscribe and review my podcast because I just love hearing from you. You can also follow my journey on my Instagram account at Divorce for Love and join our Facebook group in the show notes. See you next week.